first things first, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling like a bit nervous, a bit apprehensive, but very, very excited. Yeah, very excited, thanks. Straight away, take you back. Why are you feeling nervous and apprehensive? What's different about this specific, um, I'd say tour rather than the event necessarily itself? Yeah, I think what this is, is um, the step up that we've made with this record kind of coming to fruition in ways that I don't think we'd quite prepared for, to be honest. So as I was just saying to you, like we had a really packed show in Manchester last night and and, and we sold out tonight. And I think um, I think we just didn't think the, the the you know the reception of the album and how people have responded to it is way above what we could have possibly imagined and that is a bit daunting and a bit overwhelming but also like absolutely incredible yeah so would you say like you weren't quite expecting it so you, mm. you were aware you knew you'd create something very very special with the new album right well yeah you think the thing is you're sat in the studio and you're all like there for like three weeks away from home and you're all just kind of living in the same room and going a bit spare and kind of getting on top of each other and and things get really weird, as you can imagine, like particularly towards the end, we were all starting to really crack up. And we listened to it all the way through before it had been mixed, and we were like, I think this is really good. Mm. We were like looking at each other like, yeah, maybe this is pretty good actually. Like not just like, yeah, we were really, really happy with it and we felt really good about what we'd done. And then obviously Lewis John's production job, you know, took it even up a step further. Um, but you obviously you never really know, do you? Like, it's such a trite thing to say, but you never know until it goes out into the world because it's one thing that people enjoy. Like we knew the riffs were mm. decent and like it was a good fun album, but it's also that people are responding to like all the themes and the look and the aesthetic and all the other stuff that we really put thought into. People have really responded to as well, which has been amazing. The release of the singles that kind of built towards it, um, the response to those in particular, you used to talk about the look and the aesthetic mm. and the feel of the tracks that were coming out, mm. the incredible positive response to those, mm. did that help kind of put your mind at ease and how you thought the full album would then be received? Yeah, a bit. I mean, um, people, yeah, people really, really responded. Like when we put the picture up of the album cover, people really got it. They immediately were like, okay, these guys are really trying for something different. They're trying to just be like a little bit different a little bit disruptive um and that's great but i mean nothing could have really prepared us for some of the things that have happened over the last couple of weeks you know like the Quran cover and some of the reviews and the guardian and all the all some of the basically the, the like the press response that mm. we've got in particular has been really really incredible and also just seeing the comments on social media of people being like hey you know like I, I, i've never heard your band and you know i'm from the states and i just heard them and you you guys are sick and all this sort of stuff and st like stuff like that is such a mind blower because you yeah you can you can always imagine how an album release is going to go but then until until it's real you know it's just yeah it's it's just yeah in your brain so, yeah. <laughs> take us back then to the original vision so when you set out to create what you've done here yeah. um what was your thinking at the time and did has the end product matched the original vision or what changed along the way mm-hmm yeah, so when we very first started, I think the only brief we had was uh, bigger, wider, um, right. and just um, let's, like, all the tiny things we started to push, because we, we could, I think, um, by our own acknowledgement, when we finished making our record, our previous record, Language of Injury, like, we felt a bit of caution, a bit of, like, not we've played it safe at all, because we have, for the time, we definitely haven't, but mm. we recorded it, like, two years before it got released for various reasons, like, it came out much later than we wanted. So, but in this, in the time between the last two records, we've all changed a huge amount. We're very different as people. We had the pandemic, like, things in our, like, all of our lives got turned upside down in various different ways, and, you know, like, we lost people, and, you know, huge things happened to us. And so we are very, very different people since then. So... 
um, yeah, we started. We just started with bigger and wider, and then I think it just got, you could say, bigger and wider mm. still as it went on. As we started to be braver, we started to be like, no, we want to represent who we actually are now, rather than feeling like we're just making music to, um, you know, like appeal to sort of the pit or like, you know, what I mean. Um, so yeah, I think I think that was if that answers your question yeah <laughs> well you you mentioned it several times it's inevitably uh, the elephant in the room if you want the mm. pandemic period how much of a bearing and how much of an effect did that have on i guess not just the album but ithaca overall totally it um a huge effect i think because it had a few it had some very negative and some positive um things obviously we couldn't play we were on tour when literally when lockdown you know we were in denmark and they were locking down and it was like, okay, back to the UK then, I guess. You know, and we got here, and two two weeks later, we locked down, and that was that was it. You know, that was sort of Ithaca shut up shop, basically, just like every other band. And um, we had only just really properly started writing around that time. We were really in the back end of the the, the album cycle for the last record. Um, what that did was the separation was very challenging because before this, we were a very like everything in the room, like all got to be together, bouncing ideas off each other. But and, and so we had to do a bit of upskilling and, and like I in particular had to learn a lot more about like how to record demos and things which I'd kind of been putting off. Um but also I think like the separation and the time, as I say, like th- like I, I for example went on a big therapy journey during the pandemic because okay. I had to kind of confront a lot of things that I'd just been putting to the side for like some of which were kind of the, the, the traumatic stuff that happened before language of injury was recorded. All of us did a lot of like inner work and exploration. And also, I think we, that's where some of the braveness came from, because we just, being sat on our own, we were just listening to, we were just absorbing a much wider range of influence, and we were just like, I don't know, and we were, everything had just been burnt to the ground, Mm. so we were kind of like, why not just try everything, why not just do whatever we want now, you know, like, it felt like all the rules had just been torn up kind of immediately. But how do you filter that level of imagination and ideas down? when it came to sharing what, say, you had and one of the others had and so on, how mm. did you filter all of that into what is the workable package? I think it was a mix of, like, me and Lewis, or uh, me and James, our drummer, um, we kind of had a bit of a mind meld moment where there were just certain points where we were like, what if we did a big, stupid stadium rock solo here? And what if we had a little power ballad here? And, and it was, like, us two kind of... Kind of conspiratorially being like, okay, maybe we can like test this out with the guys and see how they think about it. We had like writing retreats instead mm-hmm. of actually seeing each other regularly. We would like go away for like a long weekend and go to the beach and just like write all day every day and just be in a creative zone so that we and that in those retreats is where we made huge progress with a lot of the songs where we like where we were like mucking about together like. And also really being ruthless with cutting as well. I think one of the re- one of the things I'm proudest of about the album is it, it feels to me very fat-free and mm. very, like, 35 minutes, kind of no skips, in my opinion, like, no skips, really. Like, it just flows. You don't, like, there's no, there's no real weak link. It all kind of is fairly consistent. And part of that came from, yeah, us all being sat together being like, you know what, this section, cut it. It's not working. Or this tune, no, average. It's not going on the album. Um, so that, I think, is how it went from... Yeah, big picture vision into you know, and we're very we're very like when we're writing, we're very details oriented. We're very like specific bits that if a section, as I say, is not working, it immediately gets canned, or we completely rethink it. You know, we're not like we're quite good these days at cutting our cutting our lovies mm. and you know 
getting to the stuff that really matters. Um, so yeah, I think that that yeah, that's how it went from big pictures to kind of what you what you hear on the record. Yeah. Would you look at being able to do that and what you learned and the fact that you have described that you were all braver to mm. what you did here be the best positive you could pull out from what has been a university negative period? Yeah, definitely. I think like for us, so much of what the album is about is about standing in defiance against, uh, you know, to be brutally honest, like male power structures that we that are at the core of a lot of what you know, a lot of the thing, the bad things that have happened to all of us in our lives are as a result of like you know abuse of, of male power or or you know, like that being or toxic masculinity, all these that you know we feel like those things are, are not only really real concepts, but mm. we have been directly impacted by them, and. Um, the album, like this, the, the the sort of the pandemic, that stop moment, that kind of burn it, everything being burnt down and everyone being like, oh my God, what do we do now? I think was the moment where, yeah, life, life felt very, um, you know, like the, the, the threads were very thin at that point. I'm sure you remember, you know, like, 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? You know, life just felt very temporary, you know, like we were just losing people left, right and center. And like, there was a specter of like morbidity in the air during that time. And for me, definitely, and I think for the rest of the guys as well, we all were just like, "What? Like, there is no time to lose. Like, that we can't spend any waste any more time. Like, really thinking about what anyone else thinks about, apart from like, what is the most true expression of ourselves that we can make? You know, like, what is, what? Yeah, what? What is the album that feels like purely us? Um, and I think you need a lot of braveness to do that, but also, yeah, to have gone through something like this, where, where, yeah, time feels very fleeting. Um, and so there's just yeah there's there's no point yeah there's no point wasting time just just like create as you would want to I think one of those you said one of the biggest surprises for you has been coming out the other end as we are right now um, as well as the world is mm. compared to what it was two years ago yeah and now you're on this tour mm. and you did Manchester last night and obviously we're at London tonight give us one thing what's London got to do tonight to I guess better what Manchester did Ooh, okay. So last night in Manchester, a lot of people knew words to stuff. Even Ooh. even some of the album tracks, which like that, or the singles or stuff that we hadn't like really pushed as hard. And I think if we get a couple of people in London who can do a bit, do some mic grabbing and a couple like a bit of that, then we'll feel very, very, very good. Because that's like that's what you do this for, isn't it? Like people engaging with and responding to your music. It's like oh my god, no other feeling in the world is there. So yeah. And obviously touring with People Slicer. Yeah. What's that been like? I mean, amazing. I mean, obviously, yeah, we're only on the second day, but yeah. but even then, like, they just absolutely crushed last night, and they're 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 such an amazing band. They're very very special, and um, I think I'm really glad that people are, start, are like recognizing how special they are, and they're getting they're really like getting a huge momentum behind them because they've got really got something to say, and they really are adding adding serious value in like again expanding the lens of like what kind of heavy music we we make here in this country and like you know we have such a strong tradition of great like of great mathcore and technical metal here in the UK but what I like about People Slice in particular is that they don't come from a from a, a world of just like blokes on laptops you know what I mean there's something a lot really different and really interesting and really cool about what they're doing that sets them very apart from the like tech metal world for me and yeah, they're just sick. Yeah, they really are a massive, massive fan. When you, when you, what's one thing you've noticed 
different now about Ithaca than was pre-pandemic. So you talk about popularity, you talk about an increase mm. in eyes and ears on what you're doing. But if you could point at it, what one thing could you potentially point out to why this new set of fans are resonating mm. with your music? It's a really good question. Um... It's hard to say right now mm. because we're still kind of in the in the fray of it. You know, it's only yeah, been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, the dust but, has barely settled. But I think like some of the messages we've been getting on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and stuff, there's a lot of people who've just being like, like, you know, we got one yesterday that was someone who was just like, this album really, really means a lot to me, yeah. and it's really like, it's really what I needed in my life right now. I mean, I don't know if this sounds arrogant we're saying it, but this is just what someone said to us. They were like, this is this album is what I needed in my life right now. We've had a few messages like that mm. since it came out. And that is really like impossible to put into words how much that means to us because that really, in some ways, was the point. You know, like there's an uh, there's a fundamental optimism to the album, which is about like it being possible to heal from your trauma, and us like saying that yeah, no, we you know we're not perfect, but all of us have done inner work to like really grow, and that can be you as well. And the fact that that's landing with people and that people feel like sort of almost looked after by the album or it meets them somewhere or any of that stuff like I mean that is yeah that's really incredible yeah yeah it, it is it's not an arrogant thing you say it, it, it can understand your concern as to why it comes across that way but ultimately music it, art, any art mm. you wanted to connect with an, with an audience that's in some it. way so if one person out of 10 million yeah finds that from it then I guess you've nailed it really I hope so yeah <laughs> So, new albums, Dust is Belly Settle. I think in a couple of weeks' time we'll have a much better bearing and understanding mm -hmm. of it, but we won't be talking in a couple of weeks' time, so we have to ask <laughs> this question in regards to... The future feels not just incredibly bright, it feels blinding, almost, oh, for Ithaca. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? Are you feeling that? Um, yeah, now I am a little bit, to be honest. I mean, I know, I know this sounds stupid, but I can't stress... I can't stress to people how much when we were packing the van for this tour we were like oh yeah back on tour you know same old same old like doing this again and like we had to remember how to like where everything goes mm. and you know we're so out of practice with all of this stuff and and so and so to hear things like yeah like for, for tonight to be sold out and things like that it's like it's making it very real for me that like we've taken a very big step up compared to where we've been you know last time we played here with we were the main support to yeah. Svalbard and now we're here headlining our own show and it's sold out and like um yeah it's suddenly got very very real for me that like the world is receiving us in a very different way now mm. and the world is thinking of us and and how people are talking about us is extremely different to the, to what it's ever been and that is uh yeah so i think in terms in terms of your question about the future like i mean i hope obviously yeah all, like we just want to sort of get out and tour but really for me the main thing uh, the th the main reason I do this band, to be honest, per just speaking personally, is yeah. like to give other people who maybe look or feel differently, who might have thought about giving heavy music a go, but maybe don't know that it's for them, quote unquote, being like, no, it is for you. You know, like, look, we can do it. Like, we're just whoever, weirdos, whatever. But like, we're trying to show you, like, you can do it. You might feel like you're different, or you're too feminine, or you're too this, or whatever, or you're too brown, or I don't get what you know. But it's that that's that is not you know like you can. If you stand tall in yourself, if you if you you know stand authentically and make the best music you possibly can that reflects you, like it will meet people somewhere, and uh, and you've just got to do it. You know what I mean? Like we're 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 trying to, for me, it's there's a lot of like we're, I'm trying to like redistribute power in the yeah. scene. You know what I mean? Like take it out of like a small group of like the same looking people or the same kind of people, 
and just make it more widely accessible and that's how i think it will thrive and how the and not just in terms of people coming to shows mm. but, the, but, the, but the art will thrive you know like the, the like the music will thrive if we have different voices speaking i think so really that's a and and that is starting to happen with people who are messaging us as i say and things like that so that's that i think is the most yeah that's the that's like mission accomplished in some ways yeah and you answered this question before in regards to why Ithaca resonates with so many it's because of what you used to describe there is something that does actually come through it's an authenticity mm. with Ithaca not just that. off the new album but um, anyone that follows you on social media oh, yeah. and all those <laughs> wonderful platforms yeah, yeah. Um, where you got to do your thing I think it really does come across and uh, they fear us it's, it's one of the albums of the year. Um, we, we gave it 10 out of 10 on, the, on our website. Yeah, so, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, so not a kind. problem. Um, you said so many wonderful things. I think we'll wrap it up there. Amazing. Thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?